Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. What is your name? Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is the opening line of what we call the Lord's Prayer, and it is recorded in Matthew 6 and verse 9 and Luke 11 verse 2. What is all this about? Jesus' disciples asked him one day to teach them to pray, and this was how he started the model prayer. In that opening line of the prayer, Jesus is establishing a tone of worship, and on this occasion, he chose to highlight the name of God. He did not use a name as we know names to be, except the endearing term of a relationship, our Father. But he makes a powerful statement about the name of God. Hallowed be your name. Your name is holy. Your name is sanctified. Your name is super, super special. Let us talk a little bit about God's name. The most direct statement of what is God's name is part of the story when Moses encountered God in the desert at the scene of the burning bush. Now, let me just say this about that encounter. As far as we know, Moses was not expecting any such meeting. Moses was a fugitive who had ran away from possible persecution in Egypt by Pharaoh the king because he had killed an Egyptian who he saw beating a Hebrew slave. It has been 40 years and Moses had settled down in Midian, obviously not planning to go back to Egypt. He got married, he had children, and he was living a simple life as a shepherd. But on this particular day, God turned up and announced to Moses that he, Moses, had been chosen to go deliver the Hebrews from Egyptian slavery and lead them to the promised land, a promise God had made first to Abraham over 400 years ago. God introduced himself to Moses by telling him who he is. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. This is interesting. Moses knew of this God. Moses knew some history about this God. Moses understood that strange introduction. But it helped him to figure out that he is talking to God who made a promise to the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all these many years ago. And now he, Moses, is meeting that God. Get it? Well, as the conversation progressed and Moses heard the assignment, he asked this God of our fathers a pertinent question. Listen to the exchange. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. 
This is very interesting that God did not treat the question as an ordinary question. It was what God expected because he wanted to introduce Moses and subsequently the Hebrew people to his character. I am has sent you. Can you imagine after that moment that Moses would go to God and say, Hello, I am. Hallowed be your name. God was telling Moses that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is current. He is past and he is future. There is no beginning and there is no end with God. God does not have a father and God will never die. I am is the Lord. I am is here right now. I am is who is talking to you. So when you call me, when you pray to me, carry this meaning in your prayer, in your heart, that I am is from generation to the next, unchanging and certainly not expiring. What is your name? In Isaiah 7 and verse 14, we read, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and he w- and will call him Emmanuel. Mary was chosen to be the mother of Jesus and Jesus is God the Son. So here is God the Son about to be born, about to become flesh and blood. And the prophetic words said that he will be called Emmanuel. God has another name. And this name means God with us. When Jesus came, that was God coming in flesh and the baby Jesus was the true representative of God, was God himself. That God who told Moses his name is I am reveals another name, but this name, this time the name speaks of his relationship with us, God with us. Think about it. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came to earth in flesh and blood. And in that moment, it is not an angel. It is not an ambassador. It is God himself who is with us. Emmanuel is still with us because he said of himself that he will be with us, not just for the 33 and a half years that he was here in the flesh, but God is with us at all times. His name says all that about him, that Emmanuel is God with us. What is your name? Philippians 2 verses 9 to 11. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God the Son is called Jesus, but Jesus with significance. Jesus is all-powerful, and I'm not talking about the person, but I'm talking about the name. The bearer of the name is powerful, but imagine there is supernatural power in the name of Jesus. This name is the most power-filled name in all the universe. What is your name, God? God says, my name means I am everlasting. My name means that I am present with you all the time, everywhere. My name means all power is given in my name. When you call the name of God, you are calling a name that is everything. No wonder Jesus prayed, hallowed, holy, sanctified be your name. God's name is super, super special that I have to show respect and the highest reverence to his name.
And that's just a fraction of what God's name is. But for today, my friend, I invite you to honor the name of God. Honor the name of God.